if you're like me, you love the intellectual debates. That's probably the reason why I'm so drawn to watching channels like Destiny and Vosh on YouTube or Kevin Samuels on YouTube. I, I just love watching these channels where people are talking to each other about ideas, debating about each other, and all of the best ideas do come forward through that process. Now, one of the subjects that is probably one of the most controversial subjects, always I see this come up and talked about, was the thought of, can black people be racist? And I thought, as a fellow black person myself, and during Black History Month, uh, this would be an interesting thought to really just dwell into. Now, on first glance, I think the rational person says, everyone can be racist. And of course, that was me, probably like yourself. Can black people be racist? Well, black people are people, and anyone can be racist, so of course. Therefore, Black people can be racist. But then you start digging into this question, and then all these other sort of questions start to come up when you think about it. And I thought it'd be kind of cool to kind of go through this thought experience, thought experiment on um, just what this question even really means. So first, when you hear the sentence, can black people be racist? The first thing you really got to ask yourself is, well, what does it mean to be racist? What does racism even really mean? And if you go to Google and type in the definition, you'll hear the definition of racism, and it goes like this. Racism is prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism directed against a person or people on the basis of their membership in a particular racial or ethnic group, typically one that is minority or marginalized. Now, this is kind of an interesting um, definition. They do have another one, so I'll read that one too. The other one is the belief that a different races possesses distinct characteristics, abilities, or qualities, especially so as to distinguish them as inferior or superior to one another. So again, these are two interesting definitions. Uh, they seem to capture what racism really means, but I want to hone in on that one definition of typically one that is a minority or marginalized. Because when we are really asking, when we're asking, can black people be racist? We're asking, can a minority be racist to a majority? And that's when stuff really starts to get tricky on what racism or racist actually means. So the best way to really emphasize how tricky this is, is to think about the question like this. Can a slave be racist? And now you're starting to understand the actual deepness of this question. Can somebody who is literally currently being enslaved be racist to the person that's enslaving them? Because... When you think about the definition of racism, really to actually be considered a racist, you just have to honestly qualify under this one tense to have prejudice. If you are someone with prejudice, you can then be considered a racist, especially if your prejudice is directed at a certain group of people. Therefore, the people who are enslaving, you know, the masters, 
they have prejudice against the slaves with black skin in North America's case. They had prejudice thinking that all of black people were less than and worthy to be enslaved. What's interesting about the current definition of racism, when you think about it, is the slaves would also be considered racist by this definition. Because if you were a black slave in North America and you had any ounce of prejudice against the white slavers who enslaved you, if you had any ounce of prejudice, you would therefore be considered racist under this definition. That means that, sure, you could be against the term slavery. You could be against people enslaving you. You could say slavery is wrong. But if you come to a conclusion at all within your head as someone who's being enslaved, that just because the white people are and you know, obviously we're talking about slavery, so it's going to be a little graphic just because the white people are lynching you or your family or, you know, they're raping your aunts and they're having biracial children, which then they rape themselves or they're forcing you to have sex with your mom or they're cutting off your limbs just because these things are happening. You should not have any hatred or prejudice against white people as a whole. Because if you do, under this definition of racism, you are therefore racist. You see, it gets to a point where the term racist actually becomes redundant onto itself. Because any person with any sort of prejudice under this current definition of racism is considered racist. You know, we don't have too many redundant words. You tell me the main, like, especially mainstream ones. You tell me the word to describe someone that has teeth, someone that has toes, someone that has fingers. I'll give you the word. It's a human being. This is characteristics of the average human being. We don't have words to describe characteristics that most people share. We just don't have too many of those words. So when it comes to Racist, if both the master and the slave can be considered racist because of their prejudice beliefs, because, again, that's all that it takes to be considered racist under the current definition, then both are racist. A rational person would probably come along and say, hey, you know what? I don't think a slave can be racist. Mostly because of justified prejudice. If a group of people is oppressing you and if a group of people has done, you know, has acted in a discriminatory way against you, then you probably have a justified reason to be prejudiced against them and you cannot be there for deemed racist. This is where in the definition that one line where it says typically a racist is a person or someone that is experiencing racism is typically one that is in a minority or marginalized group, that line sort of tries to capture that without making a definitive statement. They don't say every, um, every person that's a victim of racism is one in a minority or marginalized group. They just say typically, most times, which is kind of a weasley way to define something without actually taking a firm 
stance on it. But if, you know, a rational person comes along and says, you know, a slave cannot be someone who is a racist because they have justified prejudice. Well, then we have to test that actual logic thought out. If you are someone who believes that if you have justified prejudice, your prejudice against the racist people against you, then I would have to then naturally ask you a question. If you look in China right now, there are Muslim Chinese people, the Uyghur people, I think they're called, who are being oppressed because of their religious beliefs. They're being put in re-education camps, technically like concentration camps, where a lot of them are split up from their family, their friends. A lot of their actual belongings are captured, like all of their wealth and property is captured. And some of them, their wives are forced to remarry into the main, I think it's Han descendant. Uh, let's let's look that up real quick. Main Chinese population. Uh, yeah, I think it's the Han people that's the main group of descendants in China. I, I could be wrong about that. But if you're a Uyghur and you're basically... You're basically have a prejudiced view against people who are from mainland China because, you know, it's mainland China people that are putting you in these camps. Can you as a Uyghur, as a Muslim, someone in these re-education camps, someone in these like modern day concentration camps, can you be considered racist against people in mainland China? It's an interesting question, right? You're someone who is being, you know, discriminated against, oppressed. Someone refer to it or call it. Can you be considered a racist? Well, considering to, you know, the actual definition, if you have any prejudice, you are considered racist. Or by this new definition that a rational person has come along and said, um, if you have justified prejudice, then you cannot be considered racist. And then it brings us to our third point. Well, okay. Let's see all of that concentration stuff stuff stops tomorrow and the Uyghurs are free from the actual concentration camps in China. The natural question would then come, well, how long can someone who has justified prejudice keep that justified prejudice to not be considered a racist? Like, like, like. If five months pass and they still have that justified prejudice against the mainland China people, are they considered racist then? What about five years, 10 years? What about 20 years? What about if there's still economic impacts of that, you know, actual them being oppressed? You know, their cap, their property got captured. Their wives are remarried. <laughs> if they carry any contentment or resentment in their heart, are they considered racist people towards the mainland China people. If their grandparents were in these concentration camps, if it's that far removed, are their grandchildren, can they be have contentment to know that there was some mainland China people who put their grandparents in these concentration camps? Can they can be considered racist to have some contentment over that? And then what about if their grandparents told them stories about their grandparents who are in these concentration camps 
and the grandchildren had, those grandchildren had problems with that, could they be considered racist? You see, when we think about the original question, can black people be racist? What we're really asking ourselves is, do the black people of today, who some of them are alive, who had conversations with their grandparents who once were enslaved, have conversation with their parents who knew their grandparents who once were enslaved? Can the black people of today, where you know slavery was you know, officially abolished around, I want to say 1860, 1880, around that time, that time period, with that only being, you know, a little above 100 years away, a couple generations away, there are some black people, especially ones that live in the South who, of America, who still have ties towards that time. And can a black person have, like, what level of justified prejudice can they have for feeling somewhat resentment against a majority group of people within the country they're in, especially if they're still feeling the economic impacts of it today. And that's why something as simple as can black people be racist is such a, a controversial and interesting question. And one of the things that I've been really thinking about when I just think about this question is how a lot of times certain movements, um, you know, like we think about the trans movement and think about like trans liberation and fighting for trans rights. A lot of them get turned into intellectual debates. It's a very great tactic um, when talking to someone who doesn't want trans rights. It's a very good tactic to actually shift the conversation from how do we to how do we progress trans rights to how many sexes are there? There's only two sexes. I think there's only two sexes. You know, that's just a fact. I don't care about your feelings. Like, that's one of the ways that we as people, like, kind of dismiss those actual, like, trans liberation, you know, those rights talks, how we dismiss those, you know, um, black rights talks, how we dismiss those civil rights talks. We turn them into intellectual debates and we straw man those conversations into the easiest to beat narratives. Um, can if we could literally reframe every conversation that happens in the country, every black conversation to can black people be racist? Well, a rational person without having to really dig into the question would agree probably that black people, since they are people, they can actually be racist. However, when we actually think about what that question is implying, it's actually not as simple as it's stated, because we would agree that p people who have been oppressed carry some form of justified prejudice. And to dismiss that by saying that they can just be racist is actually, in a way, avoiding the real question, which is how do we progress black rights? to make up for that gap in history where black people were being oppressed. It's a really deep question. And I think there's a lot of interesting things when it comes to thinking about black history and thinking about the ramifications today, where us as people, we can start to have these conversations and start to talk about these things. 
and see if there's, you know, what ways we can actually help, you know, progress movements and keep, you know, North America, keep, you know, the world really, keep people moving forward in the right direction. And as always, the best, most brightest people are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. I like taking a left a little bit sometimes. You know, I like I like catching you off guard to see what your thoughts are, to catch you thinking outside the box. Because I think what 2020 showed us especially was that racial conversations are conversations that should be happening um, in just normal everyday conversation. Um, there are great little thought scratchers to think about and to start like really forming your opinions and seeing, um, you know, where, you know, the logic that you form for yourself, where it's holds, where it stays valid. Um, and I think it will help make people more adaptable and make them able to traverse this new weird like landscape we have where, you know, conversations of race will be happening on a daily basis. I think one of the interesting things about being black is you think about and talk about race on way more and it just naturally happens within, you know, the um, your weeks and your life. You, you just talk about race more. And I think what we're transitioning in is a lot of people who normally would never really talk about race in their life. They, you know, didn't necessarily have to participate in those conversations. They could just kind of avoid them now are in a place where, like, you know, they want to actually help build themselves a mindset where they can actually talk and traverse these conversations. So I hope this little podcast was able to help today. But Flight Crew, we have to take off. I will see you next time.